Well, we're back. I'm Erin Pekinas. And I'm Morgan Higgins. And we are hauling off today in the parking lot at school with a haphazard topic. A topic come from the bowels of our minds because we didn't have one. (laughs) And all of our friends who we reached out to let us down. I I was surprised because when you left, I was like, okay, I'll think of a topic. And then I tried. And I was like, hmm. I know. Got nothing. I can tell you, I could talk about power cages for a really long time. I love that. that. Yeah. What? Actually, when you said that word, I was like, power cage. That sounds really impressive. Sounds awesome, doesn't it? it? Does. I want to get in a power cage. I do. I want to be a power cage. <laughs> a power cage is, is just, uh, it's just a, so it has like, it has to have at least four posts, steel usually, obviously. And, uh, it's a way that you can put safeties in so that if you're lifting weights in there, if you have a barbell, uh, so you don't die. Oh, you can okay. still totally hurt yourself, yeah, yeah. but you won't die. You wouldn't it would die. be very difficult to die yeah. inside of a power cage while you were lifting. So okay. it's got like, you can do strap safeties or pin, I forget what they're called, pin something safeties. So that also the spotter is not your only shot. Cause like uh-huh. if I'm spotting for Cal, like, good luck if yeah. he's got something heavier than you I can. think it's going to take about a week for me to not be an effective spotter for him. So, uh-huh. like, it could be an effective, the kind of spotter where you're encouraging the last little bit out of it. Right. But not the kind of, I'm going to keep this from crushing your, your head. forehead. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, anyway, that's what power cage that's is. That's different good. than that's a squat good. rack. Some people call a power cage a squat rack, so this is another thing that I ran into. There's a lot uh-huh. of talk. It's a lot of information. Yeah. A three like by that. three. I do love spacing. that the world... It actually, do we talk about this today? Like, it's like a multiverse, except it's, just in one universe. Like, God really has is. made such a wildly diverse world that there is so much to learn about, and you'll never get to the end of it. But go ahead no. and get started. Like, I know it dive really in. is crazy because you're like, I was mostly just fascinated that there were that many people on the internet telling you how to choose a power cage, all from a slightly different angle mm-hmm. and with mm-hmm. so much information where you're like, whoa. And then they're talking, yeah. then, you know, cause powder coating has been a thing I've been interested in. I don't remember what first got, I think it's my grandfather was obsessed with powder coating everything light blue. I don't know why. Hmm. Um, it made my dad though, hate the color light blue. <laughs> That's it's not funny. a good sign. Um, but Anyway, then I knew a person that powder coated and that came up also in it uh-huh. because, you know, if you get better powder coating on your power cage, it's going to look better longer because also mm-hmm. it needs to look good. I'm like, I don't right. know if it looks well, good. Well, I but, mean, you know, when you're working yeah. out. You yeah. Gotta... But then you're like, yeah, because powder coating is a whole thing also that's uh-huh. like connected to paint where you're Which, like, wow. So I remember many hearing the word fun. powder coating one time and being like, but what does that even do? Because it is, isn't it magnetic or, I mean, it's like yeah, some sort of weird yeah, like it's I, actual it's power. Versus it. Yes, totally. With then some kind of liquid that's involved too. It's been forever since I read about this though. Okay. But yeah, you can you can powder coat. I think anything that's metal, if there are any guys listening, they are already appalled at our handling of this. But uh, <laughs> I like that one time we talked about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Got this. She was like, you have, you got the whole natural thing wrong. I'm like, yeah. I did actually though. Sean has mostly stopped listening. I told him you should listen to the selfie <laughs> podcast. And then I told him last time I was like, when this next one comes out, do not listen to it. Right? You are going to be like, you guys are on crack. What yes. is wrong? Cause that, we it. were all over the place. But here's what's weird about that. I remember back and I'm like, that was some good stuff though. Like we talked about, we some did good hit things, some really good things. That but is also true. that was a lot. Of... It was very, to, cause the thing is to me, 
when I am changing topics, it's because they're connected. Like yeah. that's the, yeah. I'm not, I'm not actually being like, I should start up a new thing. No, yeah. I'm, I'm like, Oh, that reminds me. Oh. And then yeah. you're like down a million things. But Sean really, he is way like he stays on a thing. I, that is hard God, for me to even understand. Yeah, yeah. I know. I can't do that. Even when I work really hard, it makes me right. so tired. I can do it. But then I'm like, Oh, I'm going to take it out. <laughs> Okay, so our topic today is friends are drugs part two because yeah. we talked about friends, but I think we failed to like root the metaphor in what we meant to talk about. No, totally. We got, we were so excited about the topic that we didn't like explain the metaphor. And then I do think that we changed metaphors a lot. 86 times. Yes. Yeah. There was like, oh, that reminds me of another metaphor, uh-huh. which reminds me of another metaphor. Right. And then we're like, then when I went home, I was like, wait a second, did we even explain the. F- the original metaphor yeah, that we started we drawing from? No, yeah. maybe not. Well, interestingly <laughs> enough, the the what? How do you refer to the metaverse in the universe? Is can you do that? The me- you know the like not the metaverse oh, that oh, everybody's oh. talking about, but like the actual my, like yeah the million layers that God actually built into the one universe that actually I know I think what that's actually called is the universe, universe. but we've there ruined that by being true. bored with it. Yeah, and trying to make it... What was I just listening to? Oh, we know it was Sean. It was Sean summing up the 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 multiverse uh-huh. in his sermon, which I was like, whoa, go Mr. Theoretical Physics in your... Right? Sean is not a physics and math person in general, so I was like, okay. Uh, but it really is like... Oh, yeah, no, no. And then I was listening to... Who was the other person I was listening to that was legitimately trying to explain the Big Bang as bubbles that were running into each other like that and the, I guess this is actually a theory that somebody with a Sam Harris maybe who I cannot stand Sam Harris but is he one of the new atheists yes he would that fall guy, in that category he's the most annoying one he's well, he's the most aggressive mean one where you're like what yeah. is your problem man um because like Dawkins is just crazy like mm-hmm. a literal crazy person so when he's being mean you're more like well I don't know it's kind of like a crazy homeless person yelling at you it's <laughs> you're like, like you don't feel too bad about it no totally where Sam Harris like looks like a person and it seems to be a normal person but then he's just so aggressive and mean that you're like wow uh maybe it was him though but they were talking about uh they're explaining this ridiculous bubble theory and then they're like also we think this is probably what the big bang was was one of these bubbles ran into another one and exploded and then here we are and but like, like in the context of the metaverse, uh, in the context of the multiverse. So, oh. so this was then this could lead to where was Wait, I is it multiverse or metaverse? Well, the multi- meta meta. So I don't know if the metaverse is a thing other than isn't that what was? Did I just make that reptile up? guy? Well, I'm I have thinking no is idea. that a real? What is what's the Facebook guy? Oh, uh, what's oh. The, Zuckerberg? Yeah, Zuckerberg. Yeah, okay. Is he actually a person? I don't think so. I, I think know. that is an alien or a lizard. but uh, uh-huh. Or like a really good bot that like somebody uh-huh. else made. Because you're like, are you really a person? It seems like there's something wrong with you. But he, his company, is he, okay. he's like yes. renaming it Meta. Maybe there is a Metaverse in that. So the multiverse maybe, is the one where it's like each decision branches yes. off into infinite more. Yes. That's the multiverse. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Which interestingly... So for the people who have not, the Spider-Man movie, whatever the new one is, we watched that. I like the multiverse as a fun... Noodly mind play thing. thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's 
not true, but I do think it's interesting. And I do see, I think that it's a legitimate thing you, as a theory that you can run into in physics, like mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. But, uh, that movie was terrible. And then Nate Wilson talking about it. He's very opposed to the, to the multiverse. Like yeah. not even as like, no, no games with it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, now we're really Which, distracted. I know. Universe. I can see from the boredom of the one universe I would say stop it. You know what I mean? No, I like, know. That's that the part, the part that is killing yeah. me is that you are so bored with the actual world that you live in or you yep. like you are so dissatisfied with the options here yeah. that you need more options somewhere else. And I feel like it is just the ultimate ingratitude yeah. that creates a new universe so you can have your own pet theories. No, for real. Yeah. Cuz it is you do really have to be pretty boring to think that it's boring here. Well, and that's the part that I feel like, man, when God gives you eyes to see all of the ways that he is interconnecting things, yeah, yeah. how could this be boring? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, I guess that is Nate's main, that's like his main gift thing too, is peeling back your boredom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. So he's like, stop wandering off into some into theoretical something thing. Weird. Look, right here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So we we're going to talk about pain and sickness and yeah. we thought the drugs yeah uh would be a good because friends are drugs yeah we meant to talk about your life on drugs yeah totally <laughs> yeah because, i think we did talk a little bit about that but i i thought when i met you and started because when i met you i remember not i mean just being like oh well there's She's nice. I like her. Uh, but then I remember there were a couple of interactions. One of them was with your mom. And it was, I was cooking for something. I don't know if it was the fundraising feast, but I think I needed to use your rice cooker. And so however I communicated, could I borrow your rice cooker, must have been like, could you help me? Do you want to come do the food with me? And she was like, you can totally have the rice cooker, but Mo is not going to help you. And... <laughs> Like, good job, mom. Okay. She used to still sign me up because I used to not be, I used yeah. to be somebody that did everything. So yeah. she used to sign me up for things. And we finally were like, I cannot do anything. You cannot sign me up for anything. It's, it's all done. Right. We're never doing anything again. Well, it's and it was funny because I remember just how that interaction came about. <laughs> I was like, okay, so there is like some sort of protective wall going on here <laughs> that is like good, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> and so I remember finally hearing more of your story and yeah. being like, Oh, okay. I get this. Yeah, yeah. But also, part of that was actually a totally new way to think about medicine. Yeah. Like, no, I remember medicine. when we went to Starbucks yeah. when Brian Rock was in there, or he came later or something. Uh, I remember I needed to take medicine, and I, you were the first person that has ever said, What are you taking? Like, you, and it's just like a legitimate question. Uh-huh. There was no, like, what Weirdo. are you taking? <laughs> yeah, like druggy or whatever. And I was like, and you and you were like actually interested in, oh, what does that do? Or what's mm-hmm. that for? Or whatever. And I was like, oh, Standard. yeah. And some of it too, because like, <laughs> so because my health crash was so drastic, like it was a big explosion that the people that were around us, we didn't need to tell them anything because it's right. happening right in front of everybody. It's like everybody can see what's going on. So then it has been weird as I've met people post crash yeah, where it's like what do you mean what's wrong with me and then it's like oh right you're not yeah it's yeah weird. because and different. i even still think it's funny because i i 
you were coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when I say out of it, not a physical yep. out of it, but more of a No, where I was starting to have a life outside more. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think you were starting to come out of yep. that when we came to school and then church. Yep. That's um, that you were like right at that time. Yeah. Yep. Um so which is funny because that makes your mom's response yeah. way more clear because you she was still putting guards up. Yeah. Like external guards to yep. be like, Don't get the wrong idea about her. Yeah, she still can't do stuff. You can't count on her for anything. She's useless. <laughs> uh, but I think that so that was the first time that I was like, wait, I never really thought about this. Cause I tend to be the don't take anything. Like yeah. I yep. and I don't know that I came by that because I think it's sub righteous yeah to like take drugs but i just tend to be like i have a headache that's killing me and i'll probably be fine tomorrow yeah. when i yeah. wake up oh like, yeah no totally it just doesn't I, occur yes, to me yep. to like take stuff i'm getting yeah. better about it yeah yeah because i also now i'm starting to feel like but i think that was actually part of why would you walk around with a headache if you could like not yeah i mean <laughs> yeah if your options no. are a killer headache or not. Yep. And you no, have totally, that ability. It's like if you're having a killer headache that you know you can fall asleep with and it's one hour before bedtime. Well, yeah. Sure. Just go to bed. That sounds fine. But yeah, when they, when it's 11 well, AM and you're yeah. like, I have a day that yes. needs to happen. Well, and I was so slow to that party. Like I got dragged into that party when you're saying drugs. It did crack me up. Cal just had a physical for, to try out for baseball and they, so, like, there's part of it. I know there's a lot of opinions on this. We decided on this one because Cal is a boy and he can handle himself just fine. They, I left when they were going to do the, you know, big talk with him or whatever. Just asking him oh, questions. Yeah. And so, afterward, he was, I was like, how did it go? He was like, they're just always so weird, you know. And he was like, the one question that I did, I was like, oh. They asked him, so, do any of your friends do drugs? <laughs> well, because, and the guy had said, like, I can, I think. Probably I already know the answers to these questions, but I'm still going to ask you. Do any of your friends do drugs? And Cal said he was like, my mom is like my super good friend and she does. <laughs> and he's like, it's probably not what he meant though. So I just said, nope. <laughs> good answer, Cal. Good answer. You don't really want to get into that. Right. Or that guy probably right then. But yeah. That, <laughs> that is funny. Really funny. Yeah. I love it. Um, but yeah, for those that don't know. So I, uh, narcotics are even a part of my life. Advil is like the... <laughs> The base, like base level, yes. like water. Yes, totally. That's like, you know, I'm excited if I've gotten into the afternoon without Advil. I don't, I don't even know when that happens, but, uh, yeah, but so I, my doctor, uh, kept, she was like, you need more than this. You need to be stepping up to some narcotics and it's like super low dose, nothing, nothing crazy. But I was like, no way. Like Advil is one thing. Advil, I don't know, but I was like, I cannot, there's no way I'm going to do that. Cause also I thought I was under the impression also the current war on opioid drugs. Yes. That thing makes it, I thought if you take, so like even after surgeries, I would not take anything they uh-huh. gave me. Cause I was like, well, I don't want to be addicted. I don't, don't want to get be, hooked. No, I'm going to be yeah. homeless on the street selling things for morphine or something. And, uh, she was like, you know, most people don't actually get addicted to it. If you're using it smart and for an actual problem. Like if the problem you're trying to solve is physical pain, um, and you are using this in the right way, it's, it's not going to do that. And then my, my other doctor, my allergist, Dr. McBride, who I love, if you have an allergy problem, go to him. Uh, he, he told me all about, he's like, 
because he said, are you taking anything more or are you just going around with Advil? And I'm like, I'm fine. I don't want to take it. My doctor keeps trying to get me. And he's like, he told me all about Rat Park. Do you know about Rat Park? Is no. this a study? Because somebody had done all these studies where they, they're proving that uh, rats, if you offer them water or um, heroin laced water, they always choose the heroin laced water. Uh -huh. And so this, and then they, they drink so much that they die. They kill themselves. Okay. And so this is why people should, this is, was used to prove that people should not use any opioids. So I, and I had heard that and I was like, that's bad. He's like, <laughs> obviously that, I don't want to be the rat. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, I don't want to be dead from taking this for my headache. And, uh, but then they did another study where it turns out that that's because in that study, the rats are isolated and they're social creatures. So if you keep a rat alone in a cage in bad circumstances and you give them water or heroin, they take the heroin. But if they're in a happy oh. cage with their friends and they don't have stressors and they have enough food, everything is going well, they taste the heroin and then never drink it again. They only drink the water. And so... Friends are drugs. What? <laughs> the park! He was like, you live in Rat Park. You're uh -huh. fine. Just take it. And I was like, what? Is that true? So I went and read about it and then I was like, okay. And then Sean was also like... Because my doctor is like a hippie. She's like mm -hmm. wearing like a hippie long skirt mm -hmm. and dream catcher earrings. And when that person is like, you've tried all the vitamins. You've tried all of the right. essential you oils. Consider. Yes, you need to take this narcotic. Then you're like, maybe I should actually listen to you. So, mm -hmm. so they are a part of my almost every day. And they are a large part of why I get to be upright and being a useful mom and person. Mm-hmm. Which is, that was the part that when you talked about, uh, you know, taking it to be functional, like you're yep. not taking it to be high. You're not taking yep. it to get out of your life. You're actually using pain meds to get into the life that God gave you. Yep. And so it's one of those things where you're like, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. I think, you know, in the natural world, uh, well, I think of this when you're jumping into having babies in particular, people get really antsy right out of the gate about, are you going to have natural childbirth yeah, or totally, drugs? Yeah. And so Ten million questions on it. Yeah. Right. So like, that's a pretty hot time of which way are you going to go yep. toward the natural or toward the drugs? Um, and be, I remember there being a couple of different things that I read cause I, I would have totally been like, Oh, natural childbirth all the way. Um, with no epidural. Mm -hmm. But then some of that is like, you know, and I still have thoughts on that with, you know, everybody taking epidurals yeah. all the time, regardless, you know, maybe that's not as awesome. Um, but also somebody being like, I actually praise God for the epidural because I was able to be, you know, I, I was able to be yeah. present and available yep. during the birth and all of that. And I was like, Praise God for an epidural. That's weird. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Aren't we, don't we hate epidurals? Aren't yeah. they the worst? <laughs> totally. That was like, that's like the C-section thing too. Is like, people get so funny about that where I'm like, God made it where you and your baby are totally fine. Like, I don't think, it's scheduling a C-section because your busy career is in your way or because yeah. then you can have your tummy tuck at the right time or yes. whatever that I'm not talking about that but like for me with Hallie we had a c-section because and there was one doctor that was still delivering breech babies but uh I had had such a difficult pregnancy I was like mm -hmm. I cannot even imagine laboring 
with to the then chance have I might a still have a C-section. Sure. Yeah, it was like, you know, we're going to do the C-section and be so thankful right. that there is a way to get this baby out that is not <laughs> just make everything even worse. Right. Yeah, but it is cuz that's that there God has given us so many tools. It's also yep. the same with technology. Yep. Well, I guess C-section is a, all of these are right. technologies actually, uh-huh. but um of like can you sin with a phone? Yes. Yeah. In a billion ways, like totally. But can you actually be more effective in your godliness with a phone? Yes. Yeah. Like this it's you need to decide what you're doing with it. Mm-hmm. And that's been the part for us. And cause obviously narcotics don't work for everybody. A lot of people like Sean, these terrible side effects, whatever. But oh, for yeah, me, we did talk about that. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. Did I already say this part too? Yeah. I don't know that it takes, uh, so it gives me three hours. It's actually two and a half hours cause it takes 30 minutes to work, mm-hmm. but it gives me three hours from the time I take it of a three point pain reduction mm-hmm. with zero side effects. That is awesome. And also, uh, I'm thankful that it's so consistent for me because then it is a tool I can actually use. Implement. Yes. Sure. So like I took it at, cause I knew we were going to try to podcast around four. I took it at three 30 cause mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, that will get me through the podcast and then back home when I'm getting ready for bed. Cause mm-hmm. we always time when it's going to wear off. Cause when yep. it's wearing off it is not a nice relaxing time for me. It's mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah. All this is kind of like, it's like oh, yeah, the pain fades back in and you're like, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a totally a tool. Yeah. 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 Which I love. I just think that is, I, I think this is the thing in my flesh. Is it a Luddite? Are those the people yeah. who are like yep. anti-technology? Yep. Yep. I think in my flesh, like my natural inclination is a total Luddite where I'm yeah, like, yeah. No technology, no anything, all natural, everything. And it has been a lot of years of working against that to see... And even actually, I think there are some places where I'm, I can feel the pull away again that I'm yeah. like, Ooh, maybe I'm too close to the other side of the road yeah, um, yeah. in that ditch. Um, but like really having worked so much over the last bunch of years to feel like technology is a grace and a kindness from the Lord. And I yep. think it's Doug Wilson who talks about it being, um, wealth. Yeah. Like he, he yep. talks about technology being wealth because like phones aren't in the Bible. Yeah. You know, drugs aren't in the Bible, like from yep. that standpoint, um, light electricity is not in the Bible. Right. So like using that, seeing that as wealth and yeah. privilege in yeah. the good way that God is so blessing much. us with yep. the things. Yep. And how do you steward those things in a way that actually is promoting fruitfulness and yeah. promoting godliness. Cause I remember feeling for a while, actually. So when I was, when I don't remember when I got Facebook, but it was when the little people were very little and I remember, you know, abusing it. Like I was yeah, on yeah, Facebook yeah. more than I was with my kids. I was, and I remember one time when Claire came up and she was just teeny beanie and she came up with a picture and she was like, mom, you want to post that on Facebook? And I was like, Oh no. Oh, that's the worst (laughs) that like, even your kids are wrapped into what you're doing with like, we post this stuff for everybody in the world to see and being like, Oh gross. That is the worst. And so I was off it for like four years, I think. And just like, I can't handle it. I don't want to be part of it. It's no good for me, which I still, I still think depending on who you are and what your circumstances are, I I don't think it's wrong 
you know. I just took Facebook off of my phone because, yeah. uh, because when I got sick around Christmas and was down more, that's a time that I totally thought we're fine with doing more of that. But then yep. I noticed I'd not stopped yes. and it was like totally creeping in into a bunch of spots where I was like, Oh, Ooh. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And it's crazy how the part, cause the way I have my phone set up, I, uh, almost all of my apps I search for, I only have a few on the home screen. I don't use the folders, mm-hmm. I just dump everything in there. And don't. So I, you know, swipe down to type in the thing I'm looking for. Cause also now it's pretty good at guessing what you want, uh-huh. but I was so, I am shocked at even when you have decided I am done with this right now. I'm not going to do this. How many times I'd swipe down and start typing Facebook yep. and then be like, oh, it's not on here. Because it's just like the freaky muscle memory. It that totally is. Like, is. Yep. It's like snack eating. Right? It I mean, is. Where you're so, like, no, it's where's like, my candy? I just want to be eating some of these pretzels somewhere else because I'm I'm just eating them. Like, yeah. I'm not even hungry. I'm just eating these pretzels. Yep. Like, what am I doing? Because it's just part of your, well, it is exactly the grabby toddler. I continue yeah, yeah, to feel yeah. like that metaphor of like the toddler who's just reaching and grabbing for anything yep. to satisfy. You're totally it's, a toddler. Right? You're like, where's my Facebook? What's going on with people? What's happening yeah. on Twitter? One of my friends was talking about that weight loss is if you've parented a toddler successfully, if mm-hmm. you've parented them well, you can lose weight because mm-hmm. you are dealing with your inner toddler who mm-hmm. is like, but I want it. Uh-huh. And I kind I of hate now? that that's stuck in my head because oh, yeah. it is like, oh, yeah, that is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. it's so, it's so Because it's so much just gratification of the flesh. Yep. Right? Like, that's yep. all that is. Yep. Totally. Yep. Well, and that's totally that. So, obviously, with pain meds, you could do this really bad. Uh-huh. Um, and for us, for for me, I'm not, uh, I, I'm, I, if anything, I would way be in the yay technology ditch. Mm-hmm. But for me... I'm thankful in some ways that my gut thing that I always go back to is thinking I should be tougher. Like I should just be able to tough it out. Like that's what I want to do. Um, that, that helps us not just blindly keep doing it. Right. Like, cause it is the, all of those things. And this is how then the friend thing came up. You have to, you know, it depends on what kind of person you are. You You either need to be working on not evaluating it constantly, which that is, that can be a problem mm-hmm. where you're like, mm-hmm. should I take this? Should I take this pain med right now? Right. Let me think through my entire life goals and everything. Right. Like you need some kind of a pre decision made, but, but then also not just continuing that forever. Cause that's like, you know, you, you could end up continuing to take medicine when you're not actually even in pain. Right. And this yep. is like, you don't want to be doing that or you right. don't want to be then slipping into taking it for an emotional pain right. or whatever. Cause obviously mm-hmm. that is no good. You want uh-huh. to be dealing with that. Um, well, and that's even in pain management. It's like, you know, don't be medicating a pain that has an actual solution. Like mm-hmm. if you can stop the pain from happening, do that. But then also this is where, cause I think we've talked about this before where I had a doctor that when he took over my pain management was like, Oh, I did say this last time, didn't I? About, well, maybe you could take less medicine if you did oh, less yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's like, that is right. true, but yeah. that's taking me away from duties. It's not taking me away from my video game playing. Right. It's taking me away from like the, the things, things God's we calling want me, me to. to be doing. Yes, totally. Yeah. So it's like, it's the, the balance we currently have seems to work pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. But yeah. But recognizing those limits. And that, so that, yeah. uh, the friend thing. So for me, I am very unlikely to get addicted to, um, narcotics, mm-hmm. but I am very likely 
to fling myself into a, I'm going to use air quotes on drunken, <laughs> drunken stupor with people that I like, where yeah. it's like so fun talking to them uh-huh. that you like, you miss the boat and pass the window hard. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I used up all of tomorrow's energy yeah, and whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like all of those things, all of it is tools. God gave you friends right. as a tool and a blessing right. yep. when you're using it right, when you're using it badly. It's like drugs and can wreck things. Yeah. Oh man. I, yeah. this is not something I understood. Like this is definitely, I, I am the same way. Like people are drugs to me. I love like, if you can get good conversation happening oh, yeah. with fun people, you're like, there's nothing I'd rather no, be No, I'm like in a big group when the oh, yeah. vibe is right. And it's like, you can't make that by yourself. No. And nope. it's like, so good. It's so fun. All the introverts are like, what? <laughs> like, I don't no, know what you're talking not about. Not true. Um, <laughs> but I remember being at, like, early on in marriage where, like you know, you marry a husband, you marry a man. He's not looking for a girlfriend. He's looking for a wife to help him with his duties. And he's busy doing his thing. And you're like, I thought we were going to hang out more. Weren't we going to like, just sit down and talk a lot? (laughs) We're not going to do that. Okay. I'll even follow you around. I'll just go everywhere (laughs) you are. You just talk to me that way. (laughs) And so figuring out how to be a wife to a man, not a girlfriend where you're like, I thought, which is actually one of the things that we talk about with our girls. So all I have is girls and we talk about if you are going to be a needy best friend haver as an eight year old, you're going to start being a really needy best friend haver at 13 and then you're going to be a needy girlfriend at some point looking for the boy to be your one person, which makes a train wreck for when you get married because yep. you are going to marry a man yep. and if he is going to be your BFF girlfriend that's a lot of problems <laughs> but if he's so not going to be your BFF girlfriend yep. that if you don't figure out that that's actually by design and good yep. and this is the opportunity for you to figure out how to actually be a wife and not turn all of your emotional needs to other girlfriends. So like when we were first married, I remember, and thankfully we had a couple of good examples of it where it was married women being too close of friends. Yeah. yeah, You know, where you're like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like something's off, but it was like the, the moms would go on vacation with all the kids or the moms were always together at the, exclusion of the husband's kind of thing. So it was like, you're pouring all of your family energy into a best friend model and too much time together. Yeah. Just not prioritizing really weird. Well, and it can be really easy, especially if you are, which both you and I are like this, um, way the more extroverted of the The couple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like where you have a lot more, uh, people talking. receptors. Yes, totally. Where it's like, he is not going to fill that. And some of that is like, um, it, you know, just like saying no to your inner toddler about pretzels or Skittles. Right. Um, is also saying yes. Sometimes Karen, Aaron does have, I just called you Karen. Uh, Karen has, <laughs> oh, that reminds me we have to talk about Kathy. Okay. There's another one out there. It's not Karen, but it's Kathy. And I was horrified 
to find out that I might be a burgeoning Kathy. I need to like watch the Kathy. Okay. Oh, this is like a like a stereotype of yes. a person. Oh, Kathy. it was I don't a know new Kathy. one. Okay, well, stories or soul food is like really growing me as a person now. Okay, I gotta okay. check that out because yes. I've never heard of that. So we'll talk about Kathy sometime. But yeah, Danica gave me my kryptonite, my candy kryptonite, <laughs> and it is wild berry skittles, and I'm going to eat them. She I'm them in right a very thought through yep. Yep. reasonable approach, which uh-huh. I am very impressed with because yep. that is what you want. How mm-hmm. did we get on that? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's your toddler. Uh, oh, yeah. And about, friends. Yeah. Resisting oh, yeah. the inner toddler. That sometimes, just because you could have more social interaction does not mean you need more social interaction. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's fine to actually go to bed with some energy you could have spent on talking to somebody and not have done it. Like, also, <laughs> yeah. You won't even die. That is the part, and I in every one of the proverbs where it talks about, you know, where there where words are many, sin is present. Sorry, all yes, of those uh, things, like a wise, wait, I can't remember the one. Anyway, whatever. Those are for me. Yeah, they're <laughs> all for me, and they're all highlighted with commentary in my Bible. Uh, yeah. By the way, for people that were not at Titus two, Aaron said she was going to be Joe Rogan there, and listen, Aaron was so much Joe Rogan, I forgot she was there. <laughs> also, that's not really Joe Rogan because he does talk, but. He does. I forgot she was there because she had said nothing. Then I had looked over at somebody and then I was like, Aaron is sitting behind her. Then I was like, oh, wait right. She is here. She's just being... So she was amazing. She's just not talking. Did you not say anything the entire time? No, I did not. But That's part of that crazy. was because last week was a total blast out week of a lot yeah, of working true. things. So crazy. I was actually trying to get work oh, done. Oh, because then you went, you guys went to Providence uh-huh. even the next day. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a lot. You yep. were doing a lot. Um, where has she been? Play practice. Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I thought she was up here. I Yeah. I keep, oh, right. And that's why Cal is still here. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm really tracking, even though you already right. said this. Uh, hmm. What were you talking about? Yeah. I can't Now I'm eating Skittles. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. This is the thing, though. Uh, we are being people who like to talk about all the things. It is like... God actually wrote you special verses to remind you that just because you're having a thought, it doesn't need to come out your mouth because I, I feel like that is how I process things is by getting them out. But then you fail to remember that actually guess who you need to be talking to. Yep. God. Yeah. Like get your prayer life in order because you can talk to him all the time. And I have been so convicted about that lately. It's just like, how often am I running to tell somebody about something or like, Ooh, I need to, let this person know about blah, blah, blah. Like, why don't you go ahead and take your big thoughts to the Lord and actually wrestle them out with him and yeah. let him be the boss of that. Yep. But well, dang. Yeah, and because like some, some things you don't actually need to process. Like no. some things you can just be like, well, that happened and then just keep moving on. Well, and I feel like that gets forced more as your kids get bigger because then there's also a lot of stuff that you just can't talk about because mm-hmm. it's not your stuff it's mm-hmm. their stuff um i was thankful for learning some of that a little earlier uh having a pastor husband also helps because there's just a lot of stuff that you're like well that's just not the thing we're gonna talk mm-hmm. about um but hi uh but yeah like well and sometimes also there are because i am definitely an out loud processor for sure. Mm-hmm. But there's also stuff that can get processed slower and differently in just 
by living your life, doing your work, running into people, counseling kids, whatever. Then you're like, oh, look at that. I did actually work through that whole issue without <clears throat> needing to be like, listen to me talk about this. Or well, whatever. and that's the thing that is gross when you look at it, where you're like, do I actually think that my thoughts are amazing enough right, right. to solve all, of them all the need problems? To be processed yeah, perfectly. where you're like, Hey, then why well, don't you put just... them in a display case? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like, how about you just get on with your business and stop yeah. talking? It does crack me up. Today I talked to Jean. We were on a walk. We we argued some. Not not like fighting, arguing. Mm-hmm. Arguing like, like we forth. like. This is uh-huh. like our, our love language is arguing. And then <laughs> uh, I then had, I was like, okay, here's the thing. This is, I don't know what I think. Blah, blah, blah. So I like said a whole bunch of stuff. And then later he said it back to me in like one and a half sentences. Yeah. And I'm like... That was amazing. How did you even do that? And then it also helped me then fix where I was wrong. Uh-huh. Those kind of people, like if it was all us, it would be really bad. Oh, but the, man. the, let me condense this for you. And yeah. Layla is another one said. of those. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like, how are you doing that? It's amazing. Didn't they too, like both of them in one week solved a variety of our problems. Yeah, I feel yeah. like both of us had By that. listening to crazy talk. Right. Like I <laughs> blasted out a bunch of things at Layla and she sent me an email that was like That's prioritized right. was by like detail. It was like bullet pointing, and right? I was like, yeah. dang, I need this more often. <laughs> like, yeah. It's really like handy. such a useful skill. And it totally, I've talked to Layla about this before. I, on, um, on tests, when they ask you, what's the main point of this paragraph? I'm like, I don't know. Right. It obviously all of the words because they used all of the words. Mm-hmm. They must have needed them. So mm-hmm. and she is amazing at that part. There goes my child driving away. That's still <laughs> weird. What is he doing? Being a dork. <laughs> He's good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else about, I think we covered all that. That was pretty good. I, think we did. Okay. I was going to say on the drunk toddler, mm-hmm. I did give Sonia a heads up that we, cause I still haven't posted last week. So I'm going to post it tonight. Uh, I did give Sonia a heads up that we totally were talking about her kid. And I'm like, hopefully you get, we're not saying like you're doing something wrong or she's wrong or whatever. Like she's awesome. I love mm-hmm. her. She was just being the ultimate illustration of everything. Like of all of us when we are in our drug <laughs> yes, toddler totally. state. Where you're like, this is very relatable. This person is being all of us in such a condensed way. It's like gold. Oh um, yeah. And, and the beautiful thing about toddlers is that they're doing it out loud in the most yep. explicit ways where we are just more like yep. you have to be honest with your actual self so to see it much where yes. you don't have to be honest about anything. Cause they're just nope. doing it right and there for there's you. There's a little, they don't remember it. So no. like she's not going to be nope. embarrassed later that, Oh, I was actually a like crazy person in church. She's no. going to think that's hilarious. If mm-hmm. she ever knows that. Right. I'll tell her. Uh, but anyway, I also did tell Sonia that if they, if they're like, you guys are super rude though. They can come on the podcast and tell us we're idiots. So I love it. Maybe she'll be on. I feel like that should just be like an open-ended invitation. That totally is. Yeah. No, if we are being yeah. idiots. You're all <laughs> Anytime welcome. Anytime you're like, you guys are dumb. Come on. We want you to come on <laughs> or respond to it on Facebook. Go ahead and yep, do it publicly. Yep. We, we do invite it. that we're, too. We're great. We, yeah, we're we fine might not that. even remember what we said. So you might have to remind us what right. exactly we said. That was idiotic. <laughs> okay. This is the other thing I was going to say though. So this has come up a couple of times recently about the extrovert introvert. Oh yeah. 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 I hate those words. I've always hated those words. I feel like they're almost not even worth using. They are. And now they're like really linked to a lot of weird stuff where you're like, they totally "Mm -hmm." are. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, I get it. Like I get that when you're in a room 
with 15 other people, there will be the people who seem to be very naturally and easily chattering with other people. Yep. And there will be people who look uncomfortable and like they're not having fun and they don't want to be there with all the other people. But the fact that you would divide that into only two categories is oh, yeah. almost useless. And we were talking about yeah. this today with pain. Actually, I was having a different conversation somewhere else. But, like, this totally has to do with, you know, sometimes when somebody is in the kind of pain that they are consciously having to wrestle themselves yeah. into situations, that is eating up so much of your oh, yeah. mental, yep. emotional energy. You don't have a lot of extra to be giving to other people. And I think that that is the case with even... I don't know. I mean, whether it's pain from, you know, your physical body yeah. or relational no, problems, pain too. Yep, emotional totally. pain, depression, like, any of that. Yeah. All of that kind of thing is, or even just carrying a heavy weight. Like sometimes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like we were even just saying about being uh, an elder's wife. If you're like in the middle of a whole bunch of really heavy counseling stuff mm -hmm. that even though it's not your burden like and you should not be carrying it like that sometimes it's just hey. like you're like wow the world it's hard like yep. this is hard and it makes you way toned down you're uh -huh. just a lot quieter yeah than you would have been yeah and i feel like that is part of the reason that it's almost that those terms aren't terribly useful what did you call the pain yeah. one yeah because i am a pain travert i am <laughs> way obviously an extrovert anybody that has known me knows that but uh especially when it was new because we've gotten because like mm -hmm. i don't think you get used to pain but i do think that you get you can get much better at it mm -hmm. where you mm -hmm. are like kicking butt doing a bunch of stuff when it's yeah. stuff you where you couldn't have before right um but at the beginning i was i think i way looked like an introvert to everybody which is so right. weird because mm -hmm. it's like and that that also messes with you because then you're like but I'm not an introvert. What's right. happening to me? I right. don't know who I am anymore. I actually like people, but now I can't handle them. Yeah, no, it's like, now I hate all of them. I don't mm -hmm. want them to look at me or talk to me or anything. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, a pain introvert is mm -hmm. a thing. Yeah. That's like pain insomnia. Okay, but, right. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about the fact that that also plays into the drugs. Like, if you're taking drugs to get out of it or to not feel yep. it. Yep, yep whether that is physical pain or emotional pain, yeah. you know, like looking back to the source. So like if yes. your sin and disobedience is the source of your pain, totally, there's no amount of drugs that are going to get you out no. of that. You have no. to get that right. Well, and even Lord. good, um, good unbelieving psychologists and psychiatrists know uh -huh. this, that it's like, okay, if you know where this is coming from, if you're depressed, but you know, well in PTSD, it's mm -hmm. the same thing. If you know what that's coming from, the medication can help in the process, yep. but like you cannot medicate your way out of that. No. Like, like, yeah. so for me, you know, so the pain medicine is a big tool, but by far the biggest tool that I have is exercise. Mm -hmm. That's it. Physical therapy style, strength work. That is it. Mm -hmm. And consistent walking. Those are, that is the key to getting somewhere else. And if so, so it's totally, um, you know, like if you have, like if you have a nail, that video, the lady with the nail on her head. Yes, um, you need to deal with the nail before trying to fix the other problems. Mm -hmm. And medicating it um, is not going to fix that 
right. root cause. And obviously, you you might need the medicine because you know if you're mm-hmm. going to do surgery to remove something, right. they generally knock you out. Which or, is kind. Yes, it is. That is a real blessing. Yes, but it's then to handle the source instead of avoiding the source. Avoiding right. the source is... Never gets you anywhere. No. That's mm-hmm. bad news. And yep. introverts and extroverts can do that. Like, uh-huh. you can do it because the friends are drugs. You can do it yep. by just having fun with people and ignoring what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Or you can do it by avoiding people and um, kind of growing your sad problem. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. all of those people are, but they're having fun, I think. They are. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Do we hit all the, we hit everything. So. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. Bam. Handled it. I don't eat it. It's still light out guys. 522. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yay. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. We'll Have see fun. you later.